0: Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want, since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. I have had the worst luck with Halloween costumes. And you know this.
1: (laughs) You've had some bad ones over the years. And And I don't (laughs) think... Bad's the wrong word. Like, you know, let me kind of like walk that term back. Uh You've had costumes that... Don't work for a general public. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is so amusing to you and it, and it infuriates me. And that's why I think it's so funny to you. I come up with a conceptual concept, like sorry, a conceptual costume and then nobody gets it. And so I get overlooked or I get people... <laughs> Like looking towards me and clearly being confused. And it drives me nuts.
1: Yeah. Well, you're some. In comedy, there's like, uh, we use this term, like, too smart for the room sometimes. <laughs> I think sometimes your customs are just too smart for the room.
0: Uh, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Um,
1: <laughs> the one that th- sticks out, by the way, is the. Um, apple ipad no
0: you ruined it i was gonna tell you but yes i was okay no 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 you didn't ruin it but i could have told yeah you that i was an apple ipad i'm surprised you even remember what it was i was going to tell you my choice of costume was a red polo shirt (laughs) and a. did the hat have a stem on it i had a red bucket hat and i put a brown stem on top with a leaf that i made out of paper and then I put a pad, a maxi pad, over my eye, yeah. <laughs> and I was supposed to be an Apple iPad.
1: Which maybe, and I might be wrong here. You don't know how off-putting it is to see a maxi pad on someone's face, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are we looking even, at here?
0: Uh, even on even on Instagram, when when you post it as a photo and people have time to think it over, it's just like it's even worse. It's no response,
1: no engagement. Okay, your, your customs so, are like those word. Uh, type of playthings in the back of a kid's magazine yeah like, you have to read it to understand the joke everybody yeah.
0: um, no one other failed costume for me was I was a, a member of Kill Bill I don't even know movie characters names well enough but I was Daryl Hannah's character so I had a long blonde wig and an eye patch and I wore all black I don't know what the pole was to be her but I wasn't Uma Thurman I wasn't Lucy Liu and so people thought I was Halle Berry and Storm as Storm
1: with an R- patch. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you pirate Halle Berry and an X Men franchise? <laughs> but anyway, pirate uh, storm, pirate storm. But but the funny thing is that year, weren't you a mad scientist? And people kept going, mad scientist, hilarious <laughs> when they saw you out.
1: <laughs> well, I my goal with it usually is to be as cheap as possible. So like, yeah, any, any customs we have, that. yeah. But the problem is, you go too thoughtful and i am performing for the general dumb audience i'm going broad i'm going hacky (laughs) right you're
0: going instant Uh, you want them to get it the second they see you um and so i feel like there was one more i have had some pretty random ones one year you and i both were hollywood squares yes you were dom de i believe i was and did we paint his name at the bottom so people could tell i think we did do that and then i was deon warwick yeah And so um, the highlight of that night was we were in a parade in Brooklyn where this is a very mild parade. You get to walk the streets. And Steve Buscemi, we both noticed he was alongside watching. I believe he's a Brooklyn resident and he read our cardboard boxes with the names and he seemed to like it. I think he nodded. Did he raise his eyes and nod? Uh,
1: yeah, maybe a thumbs up. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly. But
0: you and I were riding very high that night. It was it was a long time ago. I think we were in our 20s. We were so stoked.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. Like It was one of those that was like, yes, Stu you liked our costumes. Now, maybe that's the best of my style of costume and your style of costume combined. It was yes. interesting. It was unique. You, you There was some more... Conceptual elements To Slightly it Slightly
0: obscure You have to have Known Hollywood Squares And appreciate these People in their prime Celebrity time right. We could have picked any. You could have been Who could you have been Rip Taylor Right Is that <laughs> his name yeah. yeah You could have thrown confetti
1: what's, uh, I could have been Whoopi Goldberg what's the voice Of uh, Templeton the Rat
0: That is Oh it's not Charles Nelson Reilly But it's the other guy It's um yeah hello charlotte you do it you do it
1: better hello charlotte <laughs> hello we... charlotte We keep. i'm just a rat <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is that man's
1: name la 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 paul lind paul lind well done yeah
0: So which you've done in character on Mm -hmm. as a sketch character before.
1: Yeah, probably around that time, too.
0: Oh, my goodness. So anyway, that and and you know what? It harkens back to my youth, my childhood, where, like you said, we wanted to make costumes from scratch because you could for one, it's fun to just put things together that you have at home. And two, it saves money. I know my mom was not about to go to some kind of party city store.
1: (laughs) She instilled (laughs) this in you. Just do this cheap. Uh, Costume—it's really creative. Just be a creative costume. But maker. remember,
0: your favorite costumes as a kid were made of cheap materials, even if you bought them. So it's like, why would we spend money on plastic sh- smock? You know yes. what I mean? Representing <laughs>
1: whomever. So. Yeah, I remember one of mine was—I can't remember what this cartoon was called, but it was—you know—everything in the late '80s and early '90s was cartoon. And Toy Line were in line. In fact, the the cartoons were basically Mm -hmm. a commercial for the toys. Mm -hmm. And so these guys were maybe called Centurions. And there's one called Ace. And he was the one that could fly. Okay. He was blue. Probably, you know, blue is my favorite color. So it's probably why I picked him. Mm -hmm. But the toy was kind of cool. Like they had little... They look like G.I. Joe's. The bigger G.I. Joe's from like the 60s. But they had... They were molded plastic and they had holes along their legs and arms that you could snap in attachments like uh-huh. wings or guns and things like that. And they had a helmet mm-hmm. and really an intricate toy.
0: <laughs> or you could pretend they got shot up. Yes. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> 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 what guy. happened is he got shot down by a, a machine gun. so he, that's those intricate toys, intricate cartoon, And the costume was just the plastic smock with a plastic face that you put onto your face. (laughs) Nightmare. Yeah. And there's nothing that snaps on. There's no, I don't hold a gun. I don't have wings. I'm basically just the bear toy right without any of the cool stuff that made it cool
0: so, so you're a parent now you do not want to spend extra money on something they inflate the prices of costumes and and, and knowing that it's cheap now i think today's costumes are a little bit more fun <laughs> but <laughs> before i go down that road i will say i wanted to tell you when i was a kid my first conceptual concept that i was so proud of was it wasn't even conceptual it was just i was a dead tv announcer so i thought tv announcer was a given everybody knows that to introduce, <laughs> first of all i don't even know if we had them since the 40s it was like the don pardo of snl <laughs> you know so i would be like hello everybody and i wore a big bow tie the whole idea originated from a bow tie and i think i was mirroring it off of garfield and friends like their version of television hosts and i put dark makeup under my eyes to be dead and I put a cardboard box around my head to be the television I decorated it with you know turns turns, little knobs knobs even though we didn't even have a TV with knobs at that point (laughs) why do we always default to like the most archaic version of technology and uh, one of the first houses that we hit I, it was a man that answered the door and he opened the door and I could see there were adults having dinner in the background. His dining room was visible from the front door and people are laughing and I hear you see people drinking wine and he s- seemed drunk to me as a kid and he goes, who are you supposed to be? Boxhead?
1: Boxhead.
0: <laughs> and the room looked over at me and then laughed, roared with laughter in my memory and I was just like, no i'm a dead tv announcer <laughs> he didn't find me adorable or precocious oh. he was just like okay if you say so <laughs>
1: i was deflated that halloween and he just poured a ladle of gravy into your uh, bucket <laughs> candy bucket
0: <laughs> whatever they were eating that night <laughs> roasted chicken here you go little one
1: yeah well see that's the problem like that's why i was saying, like the combination of our two things was we wrote out the name dom de i think you your default mode is you don't write out Dom DeLuise they just know you're Dom DeLuise and it's like with no possible contextual clues and understanding where your thought process is Mm -hmm. you just see this guy with a beret holding a box around his face and Mm -hmm. you go what is that like (laughs) but if it says Dom DeLuise on top it says Hollywood Squares right you now can You're putting it together, so like with your thing, you you you'd have to have written dead, you know, zombie TV announcer or TV anchor, and people go, "Oh, I see, I now see what you're doing."
0: Yes, even you enhancing it with the word "zombie" makes it so much more Halloween (laughs) than just dead. dead. Is he dead inside of a
1: box? (laughs) Uh, Are they reporting on his death? (laughs) <laughs>
0: i'm so mad about that idea yeah. anyway uh thanks for indulging me on that walk down memory lane and i hope this year uh or next year i can be a little bit more what do you call it uh tone it down i don't know what you call it. what do i need to do to change <laughs> the way i want to do a costume versus the way i want to be
1: received you have to go as direct <laughs> to the people as possible and which is kind of like which is funny because like our daughter last year it went your direction which is I want to be a zombie clown yeah it's she a,
0: mixed two random things she was like a clown a but also saying
1: I want to be a zombie clown you're like okay and it's like and a zombie mummy clown? Was there a mummy yes, involved? Yes, you're right. She was so, a mummy
0: clown. Yeah. So and then I gave her the zombie eyes.
1: Yeah. So she was a mummy clown. <laughs> and it's not even a zombie. I mean, and so we took a look how I forced my dark eye circles. I know you're like you Did need I, to be dead too because <laughs> mummies are dead. And so yeah, so, uh, that's the thing is that um, you uh, know we just took a clown outfit and then wrapped her in toilet paper. And people were like, had no clue what's going on.
0: But it worked because I had your mummy costume for adults. It was just essentially just pajamas with like mummy pattern print on yes. them. So I was like, this is perfect. I can be you too. We'll just both have clown wigs and the mummy outfit. But yeah. yeah, her toilet paper fell off immediately.
1: Immediately. And like we tried having it taped to her. And But this year she wants to be a dog and it's like every i guarantee everybody's gonna know a dog they're gonna go oh that looks like a dog yeah and that's the thing people are simple and not always the brightest like that you know you were in indiana trick-or-treating mm-hmm. it was probably some redneck that like had a Coors Light is like hey look at Boxhead no
0: honestly I in my memory he was uh he had brown skin but he could have been mixed he could have been black he could have been Latino I'm not sure he looked like in my mind you know who he looks like is uh <laughs> Gus Fring from Breaking Bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he was very distinguished
0: that makes Stop it even up. worse
1: what is that actor's name anyhow yes uh, Jean, Giancarlo, yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he was... That's who it was.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anywho. Well, it's good to know that he got... Uh, what he deserved in the end anyway, with his face half blown off. So.
0: I don't know. Oh, yuck. Spoiler. I don't <laughs> Spoiler kn-
1: for a show that finished seven years ago.
0: <laughs> Look, if you're like me, you're behind on everything. Um, I don't know if you, if you can indulge me one more moment, but today's costumes, this is what I started to say. The funny thing about them, if you go into, let's say, a spirit Halloween store or a party city, is they are modeled. They're like the generic version of a pop culture item. So the way they name them and the way they're instantly recognizable of some niche pop culture thing is so funny to me.
1: Well, it's a lot of times they they have. It's just short of getting sued. By who owns the copyrights? (laughs) That's it. So it's like Spirit Halloween, and it's like uh, Nightmare Monster, Knife Finger Monster, yeah, exactly. Freddy Krueger, and like no, 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 unlucky
0: day of the week, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember one for Napoleon Dynamite I don't remember what they call him but it was obscure it was like nerdy man who also enjoys tater tots it was very specific and you're like I
1: get this yeah this doesn't say vote for Pedro it says consider uh, Giancarlo (laughs)
0: like what? yeah so anyway those are fun those are like uh, I don't know just fun to see I would never buy them and wear them again they're all way too expensive to me
1: well, that's the thing. Like, you know, speaking of like those masks that you'd wear with the rubber band that go around your head mm-hmm. and the the plastic uh, smock thing, mm-hmm. they now have some for adults. It's they're trying to play off of, I think, people's nostalgia. You're so tempted, aren't you? I, I was tempted. There was like a Ninja Turtle one. I was like, I oh, could be Leonardo again, you know, 30 <laughs> years later had, or whatever. If
0: you had a picture of yourself that we could access, I would do it just for the Instagram side-by-side. Personally, yeah, yeah. you know, I love a side-by-side.
1: Yes. But, and, and that's the thing, like, uh, they, what was it? it? It was probably like five bucks or 10 bucks, maybe max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably not more, not even 10 bucks, probably it was like five bucks or six bucks to go to the drugstore and get those plastic ones when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Now I think spirit Halloween's like you can get like the same thing you were a kid it's only $30 I'm like $30 <laughs> like I could get the retro one on eBay for less than that like yeah it won't fit but <laughs> it won't fit but this one's not going to fit either and it didn't fit when we were kids either so none of it it's, none of it it's right. like a, it was like a one of those medical gowns that, just made out of plastic yeah
0: that material is awful it's like a just take a tablecloth from the dollar store and cut it out yourself yeah <laughs> So yeah. you watched a lot of Unsolved Mysteries growing up as a kid. Well, that
1: was spooky. yeah.
0: That and was sp- we recently got into watching it now. You got me into watching it.
1: Yeah, because they've got the new one. I think we're they're on like season three of Unsolved Mysteries now. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because I feel like I still have PTSD from childhood. <laughs> kind of like you have with Boxhead.
0: Was it we- a family-friendly show? Did they want kids watching this or did you just sneak in and see it?
1: So what happened was i don't think it was family friendly but i don't think it was something that was made it wasn't like hbo only yes, it, right but it was adult content in terms of there's murders there's kidnappings mm-hmm. there's uh, different stuff like that bad so, acting bad acting it's <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh, although rubber stack was good he's <laughs> consummate professional i know he was the host and he made it even creepier and that's the thing this the current iteration is missing Is that super creepy guy. And and when you're a kid, because Robert Stack at that age, I mean, in the early 90s or whatever, he was probably (laughs) 60.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he was meant to be. Do you think he was meant to be creepy? He's not like Vincent
1: Price. No, I don't think he was meant to be Vincent Price, but he did (laughs) was to a kid. I think he was meant to be. Serious and ominous, like bring that yes. kind of tone to this. Thing. He certainly did. Do you want to do an impression of him? I don't think I can, but like this is unsolved. I'm obviously in my register <laughs> won't go low enough. I'm gonna repeat your. I'm gonna do an impression of your impression. I didn't do it yet. This
0: is unsolved mysteries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like a Horatio Sands character. (laughs) This is unsolved mysteries. That's
0: who I sound like. (laughs) Um, It was very, it was in the throat though, wasn't he? Like everything he said. He was a little
1: more gravelly too. Oh yes, he was. Gravel, gravel.
0: (laughs) Say something like,
1: hello, I'm hosting unsolved mysteries. Hello, I'm hosting unsolved mysteries. A woman in the woods. A woman in the (laughs) woods. She went for a walk and never came back
0: and you sound like a will forte character
1: (laughs) (laughs) we grew up on too much snl i guess i know well that's the thing like you know so how did i watch this as a kid because i had to have been eight or so and this is actually you know i forgot about some of this memories so my dad's a preacher and there was some class at church i had to take it was probably a wednesday night that these this show came on wow so many layers I dad is a
0: preacher going to church taking classes I, in the
1: church and it was class probably with adults like <laughs> and so i'm eight taking a class with adults. i think it was eight or nine and it was probably something like so you want to be saved and uh-huh. you have to learn the essentials about what it means to be saved and all of this stuff and uh-huh. so i was taking that class and then when i would come home uh I had the option to watch unsolved mysteries or go to bed <laughs> like that was it that's my two options
0: <laughs> that's the link i thought for sure it had something to do with like Scaring you straight so that you would say your prayers before bed. I think
1: it was something my dad liked the show. And yes. look, he raised three other kids that are much older than me, you know, nearly two decades older than me. And it was, look, nice. I'm, like, I'm, this is me time now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So if you can either be a part of it or not, yeah. but this is what I'm enjoying. And it, and it probably came on at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm like, I don't think it was not family friendly, but it certainly was not. It's like watching a Dateline episode now. <laughs> And so I could watch those. And honestly, like most of the time there, it did scare me for sure. I was scared every single time. Yeah. And it kept me up certainly a lot of nights, but the ones that scared me the most were the paranormal, supernatural (laughs) things. And the one, one that sticks out the most is there was a house that I guess it was haunted, but it was more like the house itself uh, was a sentient being. Okay. and, so for some reason hated the people the family that lived inside of it and <laughs> wanted them to leave uh-huh. and so it tried to burn itself down and they were wow. you know they woke up in the middle of the night and there's smoke and you know which you know even at that age in elementary <laughs> school we we're probably learning about smoke detectors of and course, you know, like stop, kind of course stop drop stuff. and roll and so you, you can be uh, woken up in the middle of the night to a fire and you have to so it kept me up of like oh is this gonna is this gonna Happened to me Is the house Going to try to burn me down Oh no
0: Did you have any indications That your home Was <laughs> out to get you <laughs> uh,
1: I, I don't think so Did like, the
0: uh, toilet sneak Snap back on you When you tried to sit down on it
1: I don't I don't remember Anything about our house Actually <laughs> being an issue
0: Right It was just the threat of If this could happen to them It could happen to anybody It
1: could Well that's the thing There's there also another show Around this time That I kind of get confused With some of the Mm storylines. So I think it was called Amazing Stories. Oh. I think that's what it was called.
0: Because I was thinking of Rescue 911. Do you know the difference between those?
1: The, yeah, <laughs> you're talking to me like I'm just <laughs> was in a car accident or I have CTE. Do you know the difference between no. rescue nine one one and I know, I,
0: I know, but I mean, are you mixing those? Do you ever mix those in your head? Because I'm, I, d- d- no, they all have reenactments. That, is the yes, thing, right.
1: I do understand what you mean on that one, but no, this was because this one was more of a fantasy tale. Yes. So it was I I don't know why. It well cuz it was cold, you know, just post-cold war time probably. Mm-hmm. And there was a Russian guy that was turned into a vampire. And so, interesting. And so I'm like, was that unsolved mysteries or was that Like this amazing story show or a new reboot of The Twilight Zone or something like that. I knew a
0: Romanian kid in college named Vlad. Okay. (laughs) He was quite pale.
1: But he wasn't Russian. It's him the whole time.
0: (laughs) Well, if, uh, excuse me for just a moment, if you have any information on the house...
1: (laughs) Is, is uh, Robert Stack choking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but how did they end the episode? How did they, what was the call to action? Well, that the was, it house? was,
1: it was always like, if there's, if uh, anyone has information, that could help bring anybody.
0: Could any houses come forward with their information about yeah. a suspicious house talking about how he killed his family? Yes.
1: If you, I think it was kind of like put on us. If you have any information, you can help solve this mystery. You can solve this mystery. That's right. And I'm like, you know, I'm eight. The pressure is now on me to find a house that's trying to burn people down or I wouldn't know where to to find begin. a killer. You know, there's a lot. There was a lot of serial killer stuff on there. Oh, That's and
0: awful. Sh- this would be a great kid detective series for you to launch of uh, this kid that appoints himself as solving the the
1: neighborhood's mysteries. Yeah. Little unsolved, little stack. Little unsolved. Because
0: <laughs> I'm going to make little murder. She wrote you make little unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Stack.
1: <laughs> yes, Bobby Stack, a little Bobby Stack.
0: Um, that is so adorable.
1: Anyhow, go on. Yeah, so that's, yeah. But there's a lot of that fear uh, around that time. And that's why even with, you know, raising our daughter is that I'm like, oh, I don't know if she's old enough to watch that. Yeah, like you were trying to have her watch Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm like, I don't know about that, you know.
0: Yeah, I still think that one is pretty sweet all things considered it's not too gruesome but it is very gray yeah I
1: don't know I don't know if I would even let her watch it's, it's four and a
0: half now Frank
1: and Weenie came up on Disney and yes. she's like I want to watch Frank and Weenie I was like ah and you know, I need to talk to mom about that we need to probably watch it yeah so Tim I am Burton. becoming my dad with some of this stuff. <laughs> except for Unsolved Mysteries everything else in our house was at least always like oh, I have to watch that first or you know yeah, that's why like, that's nice uh, so if PG-13 was the rating uh huh then it was expected in the house that I'd have to be 13 before I saw that. So <laughs> and I, with a parental and, and parent par- guiding you. <laughs> yeah, but one of my friends For was... Providing guidance. Uh, his mom, he had a single mom. I never heard anything about his dad, like mm-hmm. ever in our entire friendship. So I don't know why he was out of the picture, mm-hmm. but um, she was single. And that meant that I think some of the things that in my household that wooden slide slid in her house a little bit. She's Single and ready to Pringles. Yes. Yeah. Well, she, she would let us watch anything and let her. That is watch so it.
0: crazy. I definitely went at friends, went to friends' houses, certainly slumber parties where I felt like, why are we allowed
1: to watch yeah. this? Oh, I saw Terminator there, I think, or Terminator <laughs> 2 probably is what it was. And it was, and it, but I had a different friend who his family, they weren't Christian and didn't have a preacher dad or anything, but it just, it was a two parent household. And at his house, they had um, Total Recall, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I want to see Total Recall." And uh, and this is probably sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And his dad was like, "Oh, I don't know if uh, Luke's parents would appreciate that." So you can you can play Atari. Or they had an Atari, which was way older than anything. We were like, we were playing Genesis and Super Nintendo, and his hat family had an atari so we're playing cubert and i'm like (laughs) and and just looking at the vhs copy of uh total recall just sitting over there
0: we were generously given an atari console when someone else moved on to nintendo and that was my first video game was playing pigs in space (laughs)
1: pigs in space it's and well that's the thing like that i get it now why some some parents would do that so like with the the single mom parent she was going to go take us to the movies. And it was going to be a movie called Necessary Roughness.
0: That sounds familiar. It was a
1: football movie starring Sinbad. Ah. And it was PG-13. I think maybe Scott Bakula is in it as well. Great. And I was like, my dad's not going to let me go see this
0: because and of what well, oh PG-13? because of the pg they're not because of the actual like nudity or swear but just no. the the rating the rating, rating. Itself.
1: and so i and i you know it's a Sinbad bad movie how you know obviously right, it, it's a comedy it can't even be that bad how old were you <sighs> maybe 11 or okay. maybe maybe 12 but i think i was probably 11 right, so, on the cusp. right on the cusp and so i said hey dad they're going to see This movie, can I go? And he goes, Which movie? I go, Necessary Roughness. He goes, What's it rated? And I go, I think PG.
0: Ah.
1: And I knew it wasn't. I knew it was PG 13. He goes, Uh Okay, if it's PG. And I go, okay. And I went... Oh, you're dad's so sweet. You know, well, he trusted yeah. me in a lot of things, you know, around that time. And I, I was a bit of a liar at, the, at that age. <laughs> he just didn't... He hadn't discovered how much of a liar yet. Okay. And so I, that's how I ended up uh, seeing that. And I tweeted that out a few years ago of like saying that I had lied to get into a Sinbad movie. And Sinbad wrote me back yes. on Twitter publicly about it What did he say? I, I'd have to look it up again. But he was... He was almost shaking his head type of thing. Like uh, shaking my head. He's got a lion to see, it. you know, a, a PG-13 movie.
0: What's the world coming to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so sweet. Um, well, let's talk about comfort shows then. What did you watch when Unsolved Mysteries sp- sp- spooked you out? That's not a term. <laughs> S- chilled you to the bone? I can't think of expressions anymore.
1: <laughs> None of those were. When it spooked you out, I'm like... <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) It goes along with your costumes. Shook you to the bone.
0: (laughs) Chilled you to your core? I can't think of anything. Rattled your innards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, I was uh, very much into cartoons uh, as a kid. Very much into animation. So Mm -hmm. Ren and Stimpy certainly is a big influence on me in general. Um, Three Stooges is not a cartoon, but it was something that they were cartoon like I, I enjoyed them a lot both
0: of those are too i don't know dramatic to me dramatic to <laughs> red and stimpy yeah. Ew, you never knew when you were gonna see a booger and
1: <laughs> oh they, they, oh you did you did know <laughs> every episode, episode. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was weird powder toast man was funny oh, and, that was funny and so it even though that dude i think ended up being a creep that created it oh but ooh, um, that's
0: something to google later yeah no.
1: i think he was one of the. He's pre predates uh, getting canceled, but I think he got canceled just because he was such a dang.
0: Weird. How are you gonna get canceled before cancellation exists? I,
1: <laughs> I think it was something along. I, I don't know if it was Pee Wee Herman level, but it was. It and was remember when
0: that was scandalous? And then I hear about it today, and I am like, why were people up in his business? What was?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the really weird part about the whole thing is yes. that the uh, the character Pee Wee Herman and the man of Paul Rubin somehow became. One.
0: When I tell you how frightened I was to see his mug shot <laughs> in the newspaper, Saturday morning cartoons or Sunday morning paper, I just, I couldn't stop
1: looking at it. <laughs> that was a solved mystery. They knew exactly what yeah. he did and <laughs> where he did it.
0: and <laughs> They got all the information. I don't know how his hair grew
1: out, though. That was the weird thing because it was like. We didn't know how off.
0: television worked. Yeah. yeah. He had facial hair and long hair, probably because he wasn't shooting, obviously.
1: but hey, That takes a long time to grow your hair that long. And so it's like, were they not shooting for
0: was he shooting Buffy? No. Uh, Buffy was
1: years later. Yeah. I don't know.
0: So anyhow, he's such a chameleon. Cause he was also the dad and Batman with the penguin. He was the penguin's dad.
1: Batman returns. Yeah. Batman,
0: and I, re- I recognized him then. Cause I'm like, I'm onto you now, Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look for you any different way I can. Um, uh, which but,
1: is a Tim yeah. Burton movie, by the way, which Pee Wee's big adventure is a Tim Burton. Movie. Yes. T- his first movie. Cool. Is, I believe, uh, well, his first, uh, motion picture
0: does he also do the score there's something about tim burton movies having some really cool music in them
1: oh, oh what's his face do, danny least, elfman Danny Elfman at least does it in um the batman movies and what about beetlejuice probably beetlejuice too i don't know anything
0: with a big what is that instrument trombone trombone <laughs> anyway i don't know if we have the rights
1: <laughs> i will don't worry it didn't sound anything like it
0: <laughs> i'm dropping these powerful impressions on you and you are just swatting them away like a cat with day old biscuits
1: you know that old saying cat with the day old biscuits
0: he swatted your honor he swatted at me like a cat with day old biscuits (laughs) whatever that would definitely go viral not the judge show
1: yeah you yeah, know well, it sounds like you were you said your honor so like are you the judge saying your honor to yourself or no you, no no you're I'm,
0: a, I'm the plaintiff you're plaintiff. no i'm the defendant <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who am you, I? what did you do then if you're the defendant <laughs> i think you're the plaintiff he, he swatted at you
0: i tried to do my husband's podcast that i share <laughs> with him and he swatted at me like a cat doing some day old biscuits <laughs>
1: What about a day old cat swatting out some fresh biscuits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what were we even talking about?
1: <laughs> comfort shows is what we're trying to talk okay, about. Okay, fine. And now we're turn. on comfort food, biscuits. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. So I don't remember, but probably around this time there was a show called I think it was called Seven Cities of Gold. Yes. And it was sounds familiar. I think it was anime. You used to sing me the theme song, didn't you? I, I, I looked it up. I don't think I could sing it. Like, I can't even remember. But I seem to recall you going, seven cities of gold. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> also, that's a better Robert Stack than your Robert Stack was.
0: That's my Luke.
1: All uh, right, go on. So I don't remember. I can't remember the song, but I do remember I loved it. And for some reason, I love that show. And so one summer we had one of those it was inflatable but it was an above ground plastic pool okay that was maybe three feet tall mm-hmm. uh that's deep for yeah for these type of pools but it was just on a patio so it seemed really big at the time but you know i'm eight or nine mm-hmm. and so i had gone swimming in that and then it was time for the show mm-hmm. and i had taken off my swimming suit and put it in the uh Shower area. It's the worst part of swimming to me. I know. And Well, then I was just naked uh-huh. and the show was on and I was jumping on the couch <laughs> naked hmm. singing the song.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of a kid I know today.
1: I yeah. <laughs> see where she gets it. Yeah. yeah. And so... I never did that. You never danced naked? Never it, wanted to. <laughs> yeah. So Aww, I was shaking my booty butt, I think is... Sweet. To use one of our daughter's terms. Mm-hmm. And... I don't remember, but it seems like I heard the garage door open at the time (laughs) and I screamed and then ran into my room (laughs) because I was embarrassed that Uh, I was a naked couch dancer.
0: Oh, no. Do I dare ask the age? How old did you say
1: you were? Uh, Probably eight or nine. That's so sweet. That's probably what I was. Good.
0: Enough to know. Uh Uh-oh. This is a... Yeah.
1: Like, I got to get out of (laughs) here. I need some decorum. Yeah. And when I say garage door, I bet it wasn't even just the garage door opening like mm-hmm. the, the for the cars mm-hmm. we had a door from the garage to the house oh. so it was probably opening oh, yeah, and I was That's, like ah oh, I gotta get out of the timer on that is much shorter <laughs> yeah and it, the where that we had a living room that mm-hmm. we never used they only used for a Bible <laughs> talk every week and <laughs> the it, luxury I know it didn't have plastic on stuff but my mom had gotten white carpets in there for some reason wow and so I wasn't really allowed to play on that ever yeah. yes. so we had a family room mm-hmm. is where the TV was. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the, it, at the time, you know, these CRT t- televisions mm-hmm. was, I think it was 27 inches, which was a big TV. Mm-hmm. And then we had a 13 inch, you know, color television somewhere okay. with dials on it. But this was <laughs> the big one. And so it was the one that was hooked up to cable and would have gotten Nickelodeon where that show was. So Very cool. but the garage was right there. There was actually, also there's a g- garage door that the one that you could go to the cars and go to the house like go back and forth but then there was the washing machine and dryer and then another door uh-huh. so i probably heard that first door open and i had about six feet before they're opening that other door what and seeing some their modern home sun dancing naked on yeah the that was
0: close Th- nothing they hadn't seen before i'm sure but i was <laughs> going to say your your little washer area is what the modern day equivalent of a mudroom this is what oh yes. yes home designers always like to include a mudroom coming in from the garage yeah uh, and there's a, you take even off your a bathroom
1: boots. and a shower that's where i put my swimsuit there was a shower there
0: oh nice nice yeah. um <laughs> that's that's very sweet i'm forgetting what i wanted to tell you the last thought if it comes back to me i'll circle back to it but um but yeah the whole running from your parents last minute is a very relatable thing Yeah, like the countdown begins. Oh, I know what I was going to say when you talked about the living room. No one uses anytime I was at someone's house with a living room. No one uses. I would always crane my neck. I can think of several that come to mind. You just look around like what's in there that nobody can touch. One woman had a polished wood lobster on the mantle. I remember I was terrified of it. It was just like decor decor. It wasn't on the mantle. It was on the There's an unsolved mysteries about that lobster. It is. In my mind, there is. And anyway, and the glass table versus the wooden coffee table in the family use room. Anyway, I just, we never had one growing up, but I always love to look through them. They're so quiet. They're like museum exhibits.
1: Yeah. We, oh, in terms of like childhood, there was only a few times that we ever used it as a family. And Christmas day was one mm-hmm. where that's our Christmas tree was in that room. And that's where the presents would be. So that we we all sat down, and usually i'd you know since my siblings were much older, they were married, they had kids, their families would come over, and we'd be all in that space that's so sweet together, but That's about it, and I know I know they watched a movie in there once, and I don't know. (laughs) Once. Yes, because it was planes, trains, and automobiles, but Ah. it was PG thirteen, so I wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh no, not even with parental guidance.
0: Did you sneak in and check it out?
1: No, I was in the family room watching something else. So they they put something on for me, and and maybe I had a, you know, maybe my niece Sarah, who is only like you know four or five years younger than me Mm -hmm. she might have been we might have been watching Nickelodeon or something like that Uh while they were in the other room and it's in terms of comedy memories it's one that really stands out because everyone in there was laughing so hard Uh just I I couldn't see them but I could picture them having tears streaming down their face (laughs) it just was going on and on and the reason I couldn't watch is the F word is used Aha. because Steve Martin uses it at the rental counter. Or whatever. Yes, yes. And so it's, it stood out in my mind, like, that's what I want to be part of I want to see that I don't want to be of course you know and a lot of my childhood is that by I way. know I was going to say is this that? the dawn
0: of your FOMO because I know that that is a big part of uh, you growing up
1: was like no what is everybody else doing oh yeah that's having a preacher dad who I had an early bedtime too so like <laughs> and it, it lasted during the summer even and I remember looking out my window peeking out the blinds <laughs> and my neighbor's grandkids were over and they were all doing sparklers and uh Different fireworks in their yard, and I've just my lights are off. I was supposed to be in bed, and I'm just peeking through blinds, wishing I was. (laughs) I'm like that sad kid in a movie. Oh, I wish I was them.
0: That kid's supposed to be in an orphanage. (laughs) Yeah, you were in a loving home, and you still were like, Why not me?
1: Yeah, which I get it now as an adult parent, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, it's your bedtime, it's your bedtime, seven fifteen that's when you're going to bed. And mm-hmm. cause I need to recharge. Um, it's, it's that or unsolved mysteries, kid. Oh my goodness. Now I noticed that you're uh, you carved the pumpkin this year. Usually like we've made that kind of like a family thing. Here we go. No, it's not, it's not a, I actually think it's a really beautiful pumpkin that you carved, I Thank think it's really you. cool. <laughs> but it is interesting, like just the types of pumpkins it almost falls into the costume thing, where you've made this elaborate design on the front, and it's really cool. It's really cool. It's a pug dog. It's a pug face. dog, or I thought it was bulldog face. Bulldog.
0: It does look like a bulldog. Yeah. It's just one of those smush nose dog faces.
1: <laughs> it's it's a box head, and so <laughs> it's, it's a dead dog announcer. <laughs> dead dog announcer. is a zombie dog. What is this thing? But it's a very different type of pumpkin than the traditional pumpkin of like what i would do is like we're carving some triangles we're carving a big mouth yes and so and our daughter wanted that she wanted that she
0: she, she was like i'm all ready to do a triangle she drew it on the board she's like i'm gonna do a triangle nose but she specifically said i want to do a dog and then she went and made the standard (laughs) jack-o-lantern face and i was like okay Uh can we look up some dog ideas to to flesh it out and then she picked this ornate design that she could not do I even tried to include her in the process of okay I'll draw the stencil and now you scrape and she was like no too much work
1: <laughs> she just wanted to make some triangles and you're like well that's not gonna look like a dog so let me go ahead and take over <laughs>
0: I'm so evil. But, but she, you're right. I did. I took over and, you know, recently with our friends, we all went out and did a campfire and I was so afraid the kids were going to poke themselves in the eye with the skewers that I kept loading up the... (laughs) The stick. And then they'd hold it for two seconds and I'd be like, no, you don't want to hold it that way. You want to hold it this way. <laughs> and one of the moms passing out, my friend who was passing out the marshmallows was like, Abby, it's a kid activity. Let the kids do it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, doing it wrong. <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it right now. They did it and they failed. And now it's my turn.
0: <laughs> so for, so for our kid, um, I tried to include her every step of the process, but it was just like, she was like, no, you go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to rip these pumpkin guts out here? Let me just scrape all the strings off. You don't want to do the strings. It's too much here. Now dig your hand in. And she goes, it smells. Mm, no, it smells wet. I don't, I don't want to feel sticky. And I'm like, all right, I'll do this part. And I just gutted the whole thing. <laughs>
1: So the four-year-old sitting over by herself, uh, you have the pumpkin going to town and playing uh, Jack Skellington music in This the is something
0: I need to work on. Let the kids... I heard someone say, was it Bob Odenkirk? Maybe I saw... I don't know. Everything I see on Twitter, I act like I read it somewhere in a newspaper. But
1: <laughs> According to this article.
0: <laughs> I saw Bob Odenkirk quoted from a podcast on a GIF in Twitter. <laughs> uh, he said, you should let kids do dangerous things carefully. So it's not like you can't let a kid engage in something that might be above their grade level, but you should not be neurotic and hovering and, you know, interrupting them constantly. So I'm learning from that.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting because I'm much more of that parent letting her do things and like um, it doesn't have to be perfect and it's okay if it's if she would, quote unquote, fail at it. But the one thing I guess I had to learn was when we were playing checkers, I was trying to let her you know have moves and stuff but eventually i just kind of won the game and she was very upset with
0: grave that. mistake my friend very
1: upset i always let her win <laughs> yes and you let her win and then you told me that kids are supposed to be allowed to win till they're 6 or something like that
0: i read that a long time ago yeah. i don't know if it's true <laughs> in an
1: article in an article before twitter was invented and so uh I, but i didn't know that so i was like oh okay well i can let her win so i played her again and I just let her win and she was much happier with that
0: i let this little child triple jump me into a king you know, she'd yeah. like, click, click, click. And I'd just look at it like, how did you do that? Yeah. And the look of pride on her face. That's what I like to play checkers for.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I don't even want to play checkers in the first place. Uh, it's fine if she wants to win. So.
0: so, yeah, if only I could do that when it comes to cooking or, you know, like, any, I don't know, kids, kid activities. Maybe it's the fact that it's artistic. I think I just want to. No, there's nothing artistic about toasting marshmallows. I just need to back off.
1: There's a term of like living vicariously through the children. Uh, You're wanting them to live vicariously through you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home.